Chapter 1 The wise old wolf is not wise because he's a wolf, but because he's old. Javid Frederick, Farmer Floating in a haze of semi-consciousness, Katrin wondered if she were dead. Death had claimed her. She knew it had. Her body had failed, unable to cope with the stresses applied by so much power. Yet it did not feel like death. Something of life remained. Unable to define it, she searched for what seemed an eternity. Beyond the haze of sleep, something called to her, demanding her attention. It would not be denied, and it found her. It was an itch. Refusing to allow rest, it demanded she notice and, at the very least, scratch. Driven by the nagging irritation, she tried to move, and the sensations of her body slowly returned. The painful tingling of flesh left too long without blood ravaged her, and her leaden limbs failed to respond, refused to answer her desperate call for motion. Unable to lift her arms, she struggled to see what bound her and held her fast. Her eyelids were crusted shut, as if they were glued in place. Unwilling to relent, she forced them open. Soft light was like a furious blaze, daring her to see. Still, she insisted, and the clouds in her eyes faded enough for her to see the face of an unfamiliar man hovering over her. Fear impaled her. Benjamin, she tried to say through parched lips, needing his strength more than ever before, but her ears heard only an incoherent mumble, as even her voice refused to do her bidding. A moment, milady, the stranger said. Only a moment, and he'll be here. He's been by your side for days, but exhaustion overcame him. Another figure darted from the shadows and out of the room before Katrin could see who it was. Her efforts drained the little energy she possessed, but she would not allow herself to succumb, afraid that, if she let herself sleep, she might never wake again. Holding her eyes open by the sheer force of her will, she endured pain with every involuntary blink, but her vision grew clearer, and the fog began to lift from her mind. When Benjamin arrived, the concern on his face made her wonder how horrible she must look. "'It's good to see you awake, little miss,' he said, obviously trying to be cheerful despite her condition. When Katrin tried to reply, her parched throat ached and she could only cough. "'Get her some water,' Benjamin said to Morif, who waited in the shadows. He filled a small cup and handed it to Benjamin, who held it to Katrin's mouth. She let it pour over her lips, and she rolled it over her tongue before swallowing— Water slid down the back of her throat and tickled, resulting in another fit of coughing, but at least her throat was now moist. She wanted to drain the entire cup, but Benjamin gave her only a small amount more before he set the cup aside. Can you talk? I think, she said, but she had to stop and swallow. I think I can. Even as she spoke, though, the itching overpowered her, Feeling began to return to her limbs. Her arm moved, unwieldy and slow, and her fingers curled to scratch her side. Benjamin gently took her hand. You must not scratch, no matter how bad it itches. Katrin looked at her hand. Layers of dead skin, 
peeled and cracked, encased her like a dried husk, and her blackened fingernails curled back away from the nail bends. Despair shadowed her soul. How could she go on like this? Who had done this to her? Barabbas. The name was like a sledge landing between her ears. He had done this to her. She had been ready to depart this world, but Barabbas somehow sent her back. This was his fault, and she hated him for it. Tears stung her eyes and tickled the sides of her face. She wanted to reach up and soothe it, but she could not. Even if she'd had the will to raise her arm and scratch with her wasted nails, Benjamin would stop her, and she hated him for that. Go away, all of you. Get out.